Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We will get off and running here. Uh, we are live here on iHeartRadio and also AMFM247.com. Periscope, of course, Facebook Live, and... Uh, Holy smokes, we'll finally be able to pull this off. I tried to do this a few years ago, and schedules just never lined up. Uh, but I've got the great Vince Russo joining me today here on Skype. And uh, Vince, or as Mark Madden used to call you on Nitro, Mr. Russo, th- thank you for joining us, sir. Oh, uh, no problem, man. I'm happy uh, happy to be here, man. I'm happy we could hook up. So, uh First of all, I, I want to know a little bit about uh, what you've been doing since, you know, uh, joining the podcast world. You've got a Patreon. You've been doing all sorts of things. Talk to me about your network that you've built over the years. Yeah, man, I've been podcasting. I think I started in March uh, 2014, um, and I've I, I've built a brand, Vince Russo's brand. I got a lot of... Uh, you know, former wrestlers on there, a lot of friends. We do a ton of programming. I am constantly, constantly podcasting. And, I mean, I've literally been doing it as my full-time job for the last six years. That's awesome. I am glad you've been able to do that because there's a lot of these guys out here that are just doing it for – for kicks and not make it any cash. Yeah, so no, glad. I couldn't afford to do it for kicks, man. I needed to uh I needed to make a living. I did not <laughs> want to be a part of the wrestling business anymore. I wanted to do something on my own. So we've we've been building this thing for six years now. Now you've got a Patreon. Uh if you want to go over and check this out, it's patreon.com slash Russo T W C uh, you have the no mark zone, which I wish I lived in all the time, but yeah, uh, that's a, <laughs> that's three dollars a month. Uh, you also can get the uh, five dollar a month gimmick, literally the five dollar gimmick. And uh, Vince's favorite word that everybody always connects Vince Russo with, which is bro. He was doing it way before Matt Riddle uh, at the thirteen dollar a month level, and then uh, many other. Yeah, and then there's and... Uh, there's Russo'sBrand.com, man. That's less than a dollar a week, bro. Um, and we have a bunch of shows on there. So we got Russo'sBrand.com, and then we got the Patreon. And all in all, I lost count of how many shows we do. I think it's great that you've got a lot of these uh, these great wrestling personalities. You've got Big Vito on there, who I interviewed a few years ago. Uh, you've got... Uh, a guy that I mark out for like no other, the franchise Shane Douglas involved in your network. Uh, Disco Inferno has a show every year when we go to, because we go uh, every year to Las Vegas to the uh, adult video news awards. And I interview all the adult entertainers. I've always wanted to set up an interview with Disco Inferno. And that guy is so damn hard to get a hold of. Oh, he just just go to the club where he works, bro. He'll do it. What's he working? Sapphire. Sapphire. Yes, Sapphire. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so Vince, uh, one of the things that I noticed yesterday, 
by, by, um, I've got so much stuff I want to talk to you about. I'm, I'm afraid we're going to run out of time. We're going to have to do a part two at some point. But uh, one of the things I noticed on, uh, we'll start with Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, they did, I, I don't know what you thought after it was all over with, but I think they did a great job of humanizing you because a lot of people spend their days on the Twitter machines and Facebook, just uh, all sorts of nasty things that people say about you, but this like humanized you. You know, bro, P, I, it blows my mind how, you know, 20 years after the fact, longer than that, bro, whatever yep. it is, there are people out there, bro, that have such a hatred for me because of my work in wrestling, bro, they don't they don't know me. They know nothing about me. They've yep. never met me. They've never had a conversation. The <laughs> fact that there are some people out there that didn't like my booking, so that transferred to hating me, bro, it would be like me. You know, I, I'm not a hip hop guy. You know, I, I don't like hip hop. Yeah. You know, I don't like rap. But like that would be the equivalent of me hating every rap artist because I don't enjoy their music. And, bro, I'm not going to hate on rap. I don't know these people. I'm sure some of them are great people. But, yes. it, bro, it blows my mind, the, the hatred, because you didn't like the way I booked a wrestling show in 1999? Like, <laughs> really? Vince Russo with us today. Uh, you can get more information on realmpremium.com and uh, part of the Realm Network. He's got all sorts of shows going on over there. So is the was the Realm Network your idea or did they come to you? But it, it seems like that they've been around as long as you've been doing the podcast thing. Yeah, no, they, they came to me. I mean, they had just started and they came to me, but I've been in business with Realm for like, you know, again, the last six years. We got a great relationship. I wouldn't trade it in for any, anything. They, they got a great podcasting network. Awesome. So uh, Vince Russo with us today. How did you think the dark side of the ring thing came off after it was all over with? You know, bro, I'm, 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 I'm so um, – I'm so – accustomed to like what the response is going to be bro i'm i'm a lot like trump you know what i mean I'm, <laughs> I'm a lot like bro no no matter what i do no matter what i say they're gonna believe whatever they want to yes. believe so it's it's like to me bro it's like it's a massive waste of time because i sit there i'm telling you the truth i'm totally transparent Yes, I, 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 I have no skeletons in my closet. I have nothing to hide. When you ask me questions, I'm going to tell you the truth. But it, it, it's it's yeah. a waste of time, bro, because people are going to believe if, if you don't like me, whether, whether you don't like New Yorkers, wh whatever it is, it doesn't matter what I say, bro. You're going to believe whatever you want to believe. We've got Vince Russo with us today, realmpremium.com. Uh, also, and I, I cannot believe this is a real thing, and I'm gonna, I cannot believe I've missed this over the years. We are going to talk about this a little bit later. Venom Vinyl on eBay. Uh, Vince basically has an LP collection, and <laughs> I, I, I did not know anything about this side of you. We, we are going to have to talk I about own, this. In my, in my collection, bro, I've got 3,000 records, bro. 
Wow. And whatever I sell on Venovinum are duplicates of what I own. I will only sell you an album if I own that album myself. Wow. So um, I, I've got duplicates of everything I own. I autograph the albums for you free of charge. I love vinyl, bro. It's 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 my hobby. Uh, bro, I don't make, you know, I don't do it because I'm making a well, shitload yeah. of money. I do it because <laughs> it, it's my hobby. I love sharing vinyl records with people. Uh, Vince Russo with us today. Yesterday was like Bloody Wednesday in the WWE. They uh, released a whole whole bunch of different guys. Uh, you have, you've talked about this on numerous uh, programs you've got. I've seen different quotes that you've had from various interviews. We're not going to go back over everything you've said. Uh, but the thing that I want to know is if you were still there, would you have been able to find spots for all of these people in storylines? Because that's the thing I always liked about you. In TNA, WCW, uh, WWF, you made sure everybody had a storyline. Bro, everybody would have a storyline. However, see, bro, here's the difference between, like, me and my critics, okay? Yes. You know, bro, I have my critics that hate Vince Russo. Yes. No matter what he does, no matter what he says, bro, I could save a, a litter of 15 puppies from a burning <laughs> inferno and they would find a negative spin, okay? Bro, listen, Vince McMahon is not my favorite person. But here's the difference. I, I, I'm not going to bury Vince for everything he does. Yes. And, and in this case, bro, you, you've got a guy – who is running a business. I don't know the financials of the WWE, but bro, we, we are in we are in a situation now where everybody is laying off workers. Yes. So, you know, bro, it's it's a business decision. Vince had to lay off some people. I'm not gonna bury Vince for that. Like that's business. But I mean, if you're asking me if everyone that he laid off, if I would have been able to come up with something for them, w without hesitation, I say absolutely. We've got Vince Russo with us today. He joins us live. Uh, I want to bring in now, now that now that we've gotten, you know, a, a little bit of of normalcy here. I want to bring in, uh, as I was talking earlier about Marks, uh, I, I want to bring in one of my uh, co-hosts on the Sunday radio broadcast we do each and every week on iHeartRadio. Uh, John Mosier is going to join us here in a few moments, and John is your biggest fan. He was telling me uh, earlier that he just had to talk to Vince Russo tonight. So uh, I'm going to try to patch John in here. Um John, can you hear me and uh, Mr. Russo? Yes, sir. Uh, I was just telling uh, Vince here about uh, the – I'm like I said, I'm amazed that he's got this vinyl collection. And we're going to talk about music here in a little bit too with Vince. This isn't just a wrestling thing. Uh, oh, but, that's cool. But, John, do you have any questions for uh, the great Vince Russo since we've got him here? Yeah, I know it's going to sound a little off the wall, but growing up in New York, how did you ever pick going to now Southern Indiana to go to college? That's a great question, bro. Actually, I was going to college. Um, I was actually going to Suffolk Community College because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I actually had a friend that was going to college at Southern Indiana. And 
he he was able to get me a scholarship as the assistant sports editor, and that's that's why I I went, that. that's why I went to college there. Okay, that's just always kind of perplexed me, like yeah. how a big city New York guy would go all the way to the Midwest. Yeah, there so. So it was a weird question, but so so Vince, let, let let's talk. Uh, let, let, let's take a little bit of break from the wrestling part of it, and let's talk music. Yeah. Uh, you have some great, uh, like you were talking about this great vinyl collection. When did you start collecting music and vinyl and and getting into all this? Well, Brian, I I, I man, I'll never forget this as long as I live, man. I I collected vinyl my whole life when I was a kid. Um, and I can remember guys when I, when I got the job with the WWE. Okay. We're talking about, I think I started there full time in 94, I think. Yes. Early nineties. Bro. Vinyl was dead in 94. I mean, absolutely <laughs> dead. I remember bro taking all my records that were all in mint shape and throwing them in the trash compactor, bro. Holy smokes. Never thinking <laughs> I was going to play records again. You know, CDs were out at that time, and nobody was playing records. And then, you know, bro, slowly but surely, records started making a comeback. So I really started collecting all over again probably about 12, 15 years ago. Wow. You know that. So, what was the idea behind this, this eBay store you've got, Venom Vinyl? Bro, I love man. I um, you know, I I go on Twitch. Um, I put the albums in my store. I I talk about the albums. I I tell everybody you know little stories about the albums and why you know they're my particular favorite albums. Then I post everything up in the store and. You know, people just go in there and, you know, they randomly just buy albums from me whenever they're uh, into it. What What are some of your favorites? Oh, do you God. have a favorite? Is it is, is it kind of kind of like I'm, a kid? I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge <laughs> Beatles mark, bro. Like I've I've got I've I've got to have 50 Beatle albums. I mean, I, I I love the Beatles, but then I love you know I mean I love Rihanna. I, I mean, you name it, bro. In in my collection, I have things that you would not believe uh, Vince Russo has. I probably have the largest Tiny Tim collection. Uh, <laughs> that I've is awesome. Every, bro, I've got every <laughs> Liza Minnelli album. I mean, you name it, I've I've got it. Tiny Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never. I would have never thought Vince oh Russo was a bro, Tiny Tim guy. I was such guy. a Tiny Tim mark growing up, man. I mean. <laughs> I remember seeing Tiny Tim on Rowan and Martin laugh, and I had to be about eight years old. I fell in love with that dude. Bro, that tells you a lot about, you know, how I came up in wrestling. Yes. The minute I laid eyes on Tiny Tim, bro, he was the greatest character I had ever seen in my life. And, uh, I mean, I was a <laughs> huge – I've been a huge mark for him my whole life. That's great. We have got Vince Russo with us today. Uh, we're talking about his eBay store, Venom Vinyl, which up until about a week ago I didn't even know existed, which is which is fantastic. That that has flown under the radar. Uh, also, he has a Patreon and uh, the Realm Network. 
what is the difference between the Patreon and the Realm Network? Is it just price or is it content? No, it's content. Content. There, there are different menus of shows on each network. Like, you know, Russo'sBrand.com has X amount of shows. Then if you go to Patreon.com forward slash RussoTWC, they have totally separate shows. So it's really like almost going to two different restaurants. Fantastic. So, uh... John, I would have never pegged Russo as a, as a vinyl guy, as a music fan. I can, I can kind of see it to a point. Um, what I'm more interested in is all your little uh, baseball figurines in the back. I used to be a big, huge baseball freak. Kind of fell out a little, starting to get back in. Um, started out as a Texas Rangers fan when they sucked beyond belief because that was the first team I got to go see live. And then um, when I was in college, I got to board up for the Kansas City Royals games. And it was really cool. I got to listen to baseball and get paid for it. But is it, are you a Mets or Yankees guy? Because I can't tell on the one that says back there, beat LA. I'm a San Francisco Giant fan because my father grew up. Okay. A, my father grew up a New York Giants fan Giants. when the Giants played in the polo grounds. And then when they moved to San Francisco in 58, my father remained loyal with the team. So I grew up okay. an avid, avid, avid Giants fan. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I just didn't know. I couldn't tell. It looked like it was a, on that banner you got back there. I just couldn't tell. It says Beat L.A., so I didn't know if it was like the Yankees, the Mets, or something. Yeah. But now that you say it, I can see the color scheme, and it makes more sense. Yeah. Vince Russo with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. As a, um, as a radio guy, and I consider you a radio guy, even though it's podcast. I don't consider it all radio. Uh, when you do interviews and things, do you get tired of answering the same questions oh, over God, and I over? Hate I hate it, bro. I hate it. <laughs> bro, I, I, I stopped doing I, – I myself stopped interviewing people. Bro, I don't want to talk about wrestling. Like, I yeah. people – I, I don't – bro, I don't want to bring wrestlers on my show and talk about res- – wrestling is dead. It, it is freaking dead. It is irrelevant. It's not the same business that we grew up on. It's a completely different business. I have zero interest in the wrestling business. So, <laughs> you know, no, bro. It's like, I, bro, listen, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 59. I'm turning 60. You don't uh, look on, it, by on the January way. January 24th. And I have said on my 60th birthday – I will never, ever, ever discuss wrestling again. I am. Wow. I'm going from now till January, but come, come my 60th birthday, I am done. I'm not going to be talking about wrestling in my 60s. Well, I'll tell you, at, at this point, with all this empty arena stuff, but I, I just can't watch it. I, it. It just is no wonder the ratings are going in the tubes. Well, you know, bro, the WWE, you know, the wrestling has been in a downward spiral since the Attitude Era. You can look at the numbers. They, they, they failed to make the adjustments that they needed to make. So because of that, they are very outdated. They are very archaic. It is not cool. It is not believable. And quite frankly, the wrestling business has killed the wrestling business Business. to the point that I I am not interested. We just talked about baseball. I'm going nuts because they're not playing baseball now. 
Like baseball has never lost my interest. I could care less if I ever saw a single wrestling show for the rest of my life. Do you think they're gonna they're gonna play baseball in a uh, uh, they're gonna do the empty arena gimmick with I the don't baseball? Think, I don't think they, I don't think they have a choice, man. I think that's how they're gonna start it, and maybe by the time we get to August, maybe we can go back. I don't think they have any other choice. Vince so we Russo. Were talking about yeah, go the ahead. Arizona thing there, where they're gonna put them all in Arizona and kind of divvy it up as they would if it was like the spring cactus league and grapefruit leagues or whatever. Yeah. Do you think that would be a viable thing or, yeah, I mean, I mean I'm what... just like you, I want something on the air. Yeah. I listen, I, I listen, I was against the, uh, the wrestling still doing shows. So listen, I, I don't want one single baseball player to uh, be in any kind of jeopardy. I, I mean, I don't want one baseball player to be sick. I'd rather them not play if there is any any question whatsoever. But yeah, bro, at this point for me, if they got the green light, whether it was an empty arena, it, it would not matter to me. I just want to see baseball. We've got uh, Vince Russo joining us today here on our big broadcast. And uh I have been a fan of Vince Russo for a heck of a long time. Uh, I've never understood the the hate and the heat that he gets online from folks. Uh, I have started what when when I had because I think I had the COVID in February. Uh, one of the things that I did basically was live on the couch for about a month, and I started watching Pluto TV. And Pluto TV has a Impact Wrestling channel. And they yeah. play all the old TNA weekly pay-per-views. And I, I just, I, I fell in love again with TNA and watching all that. And uh, I, what, what did you think of, of that era when, when you were there? Oh, I loved it, bro. I, I loved, bro. People never, it's always the same stupid shit <laughs> questions I've answered yes. a million times. Bro, do you know we were running at TNA for a while there? Bro, there was no script, okay? People did not know. The guys on the roster did not even know I was at the building. You know, the Harris (laughs) boys would let me in the back door, bro. Nobody knew I was there. Bro, I would hit the ring in the middle of the show. Nobody, none of the shit was scripted. And, <laughs> and I phenomenal. would go toe-to-toe with Mike Tanay, and we would go, bro, that's where the wrestling business should have gone. That was the next step after the Attitude Era. Impromptu, bro. Let people react. Make this shit as real as possible. Yes. We were doing that, bro. It was exciting. It was great. It was cutting edge. Bro, that Piper shit. He did not know I was in the building. I did not know he was in Nashville. That stuff was, none of that was scripted. None of that was scripted. None of it. But, bro, nobody wants to talk about that. They want to talk about freaking David Arquette. And I'm like, are, are, are you freaking kidding me, bro? If the wrestling business would have went in that direction at that time, yes. it would still be red hot. Nobody wants to talk about that, bro, because 
it's it's beyond their realm of understanding. Beyond it. Well, the thing that well, and you bring you bring up some of the different things you've done. The thing I I, I was I was reading uh, about this Ronda Rousey thing earlier today, about how she's you know went on some tirade and was bitching about wrestling, and a bunch of different people have said, well, I don't know if it's a shoot or if it's work. Uh, it might be a work shoot. And I just think that is fantastic because you're the one that pioneered this, and at the time everybody said, oh, this is so stupid, and now everybody's doing it. No, no, bro, Do you feel exactly, vindicated no, no, bro, vindicated by who? You, you, you see these people that are going by wrestling to wrestling shows these days? You think I, I want to be vindicated by them? I don't even know what they are, bro. But being vindicated by these people is nothing to brag about. <laughs> now, okay, I want to go in a different realm go. here if you can. Um, I was reading, what made you decide to go into journalism that make that your um, – Make that your major. I mean, did you have somebody that you liked? Was it just nah, something bro, you enjoyed? I, I swear to God, bro, in sixth grade, I knew I wanted to be a writer. I, I mean, in sixth grade, I knew. See, bro, here's the thing people don't understand, and, and because it, it's the wrestling mentality, okay? Bro, I knew I wanted to be a writer. I didn't want to be a wrestling writer. That, that, that wasn't even on my radar. I wanted to be a writer, but guys, I'll tell you this too. In 1991, I got my first taste of radio. Bro, I fell in love with radio. And that's... <laughs> bro, yeah, I, I swear did that to too. God to this... Bro, I live in Colorado. I'm still trying to get on the air in radio. That's what I wanted to do. So, bro, I did not want to be a wrestling writer. It just happened. Yeah. So... I handled it, bro, as it was my job. That's all it was, bro. I wasn't a wrestling mark. I wasn't, I, I wasn't like marking out because I was working for the WWE and Vince McMahon. That was my job. If it were up to me, bro, I would have been on the radio. I love radio. Did you want to do music, talk, or did you want to do sports? Because I used to want to sit there and do sports talk radio and possibly do commentary for like baseball or football. I just didn't know. Is there a certain realm of the radio business you wanted bro, to do? Cause I, I used to do I, weekend work. So yeah, bro. One, one person, uh, you know, I mean that I, owe. I, I've, I've always admired my whole life. Well, you know, going back to 83, bro. So it's a long time, but, uh, you know, one of the, one of the people I always admired, bro, was, was Stern. And you know, okay. I I wanted to do what Stern was doing. That that was my dream. It still is, bro. I still want to do radio. Well, I've noticed that a lot about radio people. Like yesterday, we had a uh, Ralph Sutton on the show, who used to host the weekend program, the Tour Bus, and we were talking about the fact that there's all these radio people, whether it's Stern, Tom Likas. You you brought it up there, the fact that. People love radio. They just somehow they get in love with radio. The radio business, I can't stand. <laughs> but I love radio. <laughs> I hear that from a lot of people in the radio. It's like they tell me, like, bro, you do not want to come anywhere near this. But, man, I don't, I, you know what? And I couldn't even put my finger on it for you. I, I just, like I said, the first time I did it was 91. And I just, I fell yep. in love with it, man. Yep. 
It is. Uh, it. I it, would have. I mean, bro, I was on TV, and, and I, you know, I swear to God, bro, I didn't want to be on TV. I, I want to be on radio. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is. It is. It would line up with everything you're doing. The 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 vinyl records, the podcasting, it lines up. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, talk to us about building this this network and all these different things that you've done with, because originally it just started out with you and then you grew this thing. Yeah, no, bro, bro. What, what, one of my goals starting the, 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 uh, uh, the brand was, you know, bro, when, when wrestlers were done wrestling, uh, you know, a lot of them were my friends and I saw how difficult it was for a lot of these people to make yes. ends meet. Yeah. And you know, bro, I was like, man, if I could start a podcasting network and I can, you know, hire some of these people and pay them a little bit of money, just, you know, you know, cause it's, it's hard, bro. The, these guys work conventions. There's not much they could do to, to earn a living these oh, days. Yeah. That was part of the reason why I wanted to build you know, the, the podcast network. And now, bro, I probably got 10, 12, you know, formal wrestlers on there. They're all different. They're all great people. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to, uh, you know, I mean, I'm able to compensate them for their hard work. And that was really part of my goal. I think it's, uh, you hit on something there with, with the fact that these, these guys do these conventions because I, I've been to several Comic-Cons and different things like this, and oh, my God. It's They're just brutal, it's so sad brutal. to see. They're brutal. That's why if these guys can sit home and do a podcast with me and, you know, I mean, I can, you know, pay them a little bit of money. It helps them out. It helps me out. It's a win-win all around. What's, in a way, kind of worse, and I, I – to be honest, I, I love marking out and going and seeing, you know, when these local indies bring in, like, Demolition or people like that. I love going and interviewing them and meeting them. But, man, you just feel bad for them because it's like they, they're they not obviously going to work. And they're just, they show up, put the paint on and hang out and then pose for some photos and leave. And it's like, what what you're doing is a cool thing. Yeah, no, and like I said, they don't have to leave home. You know, I hook them up, I get them started. You know, they they get whatever equipment they need. They start getting into it. They have a voice, and you know that's why. I mean, I I just added like three or four new shows. I'm constantly, constantly, constantly adding shows. That's now, why when people got released yesterday, quite frankly, that was the first thing I thought of. You know, <laughs> you're not wrong, my friend. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you're you're famous for, as far as like in the wrestling business, and even like what you mentioned here with with the podcasting, is you see an opportunity and you go for it. Um, how would you have done like bringing Bret Hart into WCW after the whole thing in Montreal? If oh, I would have definitely played off that. I mean, with, with, without a shadow of a doubt, I would have played that to the max. See, bro, he, 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 here's where wrestling falls short. You got a lot of really, really, really talented wrestlers out there. Very yes. talented wrestlers. Bro, you got a lot of shit writers. So the, the problem <laughs> yes. is, 
the problem is the writers can't write up to the level of the talent. So what are they doing? They're constantly pulling the talent down to their level. Yes. Bro, th- th- that's been Bray Wyatt's problem. Nobody can write to his level, bro. He's, he's well. brilliant. Bray Wyatt is wasting his time in the WWE. He needs to get an agent. He needs to be making freaking movies, bro. Yes. The fact of the matter is they can't write up to his talent. So they bring him down, bro. And that's why nobody gets over. They don't have talented writers. That's why, bro, everybody says to me, oh, Vince, you had it so easy. Look at the roster you had. Bro, do you know how difficult it was for me and how challenging it was for me to write up to the talent of a rock or an Austin or a Foley or an Undertaker? I could not pull them down. Every week their material had to be better and better and better. We had to keep topping it every week. I was not going to let Austin lose any steam or or The Rock lose any steam. And and people are, are, they're too ignorant to understand that. Yes. Trying to stay at the level (laughs) of those guys, bro. It was a very difficult job. You know, you you mentioned uh, yesterday, we, we've, we're streaming this on Facebook Live, and one of your biggest fans, Sam Wilk, who says he's a bigger fan than me and John are of you, um, mentioned that uh, you should hire Mike Kyoto because think about, the, think about all the stories that guy's got. Could do the Mike Kyoto yeah, show. But you know what the problem <laughs> and I love, I work with Kyoto, right? I love Kyoto. But, bro, you know what the problem is, and, God, I just, Another reason why I stopped doing interviews, bro, was because every wrestler thinks they're going to get that one last phone call. So they're not being honest with you, bro. And I I can't have that. I I can't have you towing lines and not telling me what you really feel because in the back of your mind, you think one day I'm going to work with Vince McMahon again. Yeah. So like that's (laughs) very, very difficult because that's what a lot of my interviews would turn into. And I'm like... Bro, if, if you're not going to tell me the truth, like, you, I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting your time. You know, we used to do a, uh, a wrestling show on, uh, on kjagradio.com, myself and my uh, co-host from Jiggy Jag TV, Cousin Chris. And one of the things he used to bitch about all the time is he would watch these shoot interviews. And these guys always would tiptoe around things. Yep. And Chris would always tell me, he's like, you're not going to go back. Yep, that's what they all think, bro. <laughs> that's what they. Th- that's why I stopped interviewing wrestlers. That was another reason, bro. It was they weren't being honest. They were towing the company line, and that's, that's just a waste of everybody's time. We've got Vince Russo with us today. Uh, we were talking a little bit about his Patreon and also the Realm Network. You can get Realm premium.com by going over and uh, checking that out. Tell us about some of the shows that you've got on there. Cause you've got a plot. Oh my God, bro. Just, just today, man, just today. I, I, I did two shows with the disco Inferno today. Just today, bro. I did a show with the great Stevie Ray from Harlem heat. Who's freaking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I do a show with my son. 
Um, I do a show with the great Stevie Richards. Some of these guys, bro, are so smart and so brilliant. Stevie Richards, Shane Douglas, freaking Francine, who is unbelievable. One of one of the more younger people we have is, you know, indie wrestler Taylor Hendricks. Uh, oh, you yeah. mentioned, yeah, you mentioned Big Vito. Uh, man, Goldilocks, who was the original backstage interviewer at TNA. Yes. Bro, I've got I've got <laughs> such incredible people on the brand. And I'm I'm and, and bro, they're brilliant people. I, I mean I, I could talk to these people all day long, man. So uh with with your vinyl eBay store, have you ever thought about doing just a music show? Bro, on, I'd love on, to. I love, bro, your, can you uh, get me on the radio, bro? You got any connections for me? Can you do something for me, bro? Please, bro, hook a brother up. Hook a brother up. Bro, I want to be on the radio. I'll do anything on the radio, bro. We bro, have... you know what I always wanted to Go, do? Go, Vince. That, that, that I swear to God, <laughs> you think everything's been done, but I've never seen this, okay? Bro, I am a sucker for rock and roll chicks. Like, that's my <laughs> tiny Tim and rock and roll chicks are my weakness. <laughs> so, bro, you got to understand, I grew up in the era of, you know, Pat Benatar, Debbie Harry, you know, the Go-Go's, Joan Jett, uh, you know, I, uh, the Bangles. I grew up in, the, in that era, the Heart Sisters. I love rock and roll females. Bro, I wanted to do a radio show, just females, just rock Females, rock goddesses, Lita Ford, the Runaways, you name them. I've always wanted to do that type of a show. I can't believe that type of a show has never been done. You know, you're right. It has Janice, I'm a huge, <laughs> huge Janice Joplin mark, bro. Huge. There's so many. Uh, you know, Missy Missy Hine, there's so not Missy Hine, mom. You, you know who I'm talking yeah. about, the pretenders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's so many great great uh female rockers from that era i always wanted to do that i was waiting for you to, to toss out like bixen and some of the some, oh, some of the know, 80s absolutely, bro. <laughs> I, I actually worked with a couple of those vixen girls over at wcw that's awesome oh funky yeah, <laughs> yeah that's way cool so uh vince so, Bruce, go ahead john you were getting ready to say something i was gonna say he was going through with all the rock chicks the one that always kind of struck me weird was the gal from till tuesday you know shout out that yeah. video was just i loved it and i don't know what it was about her but she became besides joan jett she was like one of my like rock rock dream girls so oh yeah i love that stuff miss missing persons i mean i i love all that stuff man we've got vince russo with us today and uh if you want to uh check out his ebay store uh just go to ebay search venom vinyl and uh You've got a, a lot of great customer reviews and all sorts of things on there. Uh, so hey bro, you know how I you know how I get my albums, bro. I'm a I am a thrift store mark. <laughs> and before the before the coronavirus, bro, I go to thrift stores every single day. Yep. I go yep. through every album, bro. And bro, that's the And thing they're all Venom. there. That that's the thing. I, I yeah, and bro <laughs> and that's the thing with Venom Vinyl. It's like I make sure they're in good condition. I, I'm not gonna buy anything with scratches or anything beat up 
or nothing like that. So I, I, it's almost like I do the shopping for the people that come in Venom Vinyl. I make sure I get you quality records. So you mentioned on your eBay store that you will uh, autograph it with a special message pertaining to the uh, – is this like facts or, or something that you've – researched over the years well no, usually personal you usually on a personal level what what that album meant to me that's awesome when i got the album what i liked about the album i'll usually put you know personal notes on it like that so since you're a big music mark have you ever went to austin texas to the music scene down there i have not but i know about it but i have not no that's awesome yeah. vince russo with us today so you're you're in colorado right yeah, yeah. So, uh, how is how has that been with uh, with the moving? Because originally you were in another spot, and then you went to Colorado. Was you know talk about the adjustment for? I, I I love Colorado, bro, because it really is God's country. I I mean, there's something about bro, like when you get in your car and wherever you look, there are mountains. And you just see the, 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 the majesty of Mount. There's just something really, really peaceful and relaxing about this state. You know, bro, I hate to say it, but I'm a huge John Denver mark. And, you know, John Denver had a huge influence on my life. I, I've been up to Aspen where there is an entire rock garden, uh, you know, that celebrates the life of, a, of, of a John Denver. And it's, uh, I just love it, man. I just, it's, I mean, we've got snow on the ground right now, April, mid-April. That's not awesome, but it's just a beautiful <laughs> state, man. It's a, it's a beautiful state. So with you doing so much content for, for the realm and for your Patreon and everything, I'm assuming this whole lockdown thing has been like Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, or no, you. it is, bro. Like my, you know, even my wife, cause my wife's a teacher and she's been home yeah. every day and she says, Man, you're you're doing what you do every every day. Nothing changed for you, and <laughs> nothing has, nothing at all. So, uh, besides the baseball uh, figurines and everything, what what other cool things do you have there in in your in your studio there? Well, you did because it looks people. like you've got all sorts of, you know, you you could literally do just a tour of of your of your studio there. <laughs> For a I don't show. know if you've seen this or not, but I got my Disco Inferno puppet. <laughs> because what I usually do is he never shuts his mouth on my show. So when he doesn't shut up, I kill his mouth and I let the Disco puppet take over. <laughs> so I've got that. But, uh, yeah, but i got a lot of things. I'm a, I'm That's a, awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a knick-knack guy, bro. So like, I got a, I got a lot of toys. I got a lot of figures. Um, I got a, I got a lot of stuff here in my office. So, being a knickknack guy, did you ever I got these, say, bro? I got these. <laughs> uh, my boss glasses. Bro. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, that's great. I got a lot of stuff out here. I got so, my, uh, I got my Italian horn, bro. When I really want to, you know, put a spell on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so okay, weird question. Yes, go. <laughs> I was going to say you're a big Beatles, Mark. Um, I became one, but I was, it was weird because I became one because I became a fan of the monkeys. Did you like them at all? Because the I'm monkeys huge, made me like the Beatles. Huge, bro, Mickey Dolan's, we follow each other on Twitter. 
Huge. That's awesome. Huge, huge <laughs> monkeys mark, bro. Huge, huge. And I I'm always wondered it was mark for the guys though too. I, I do a lot of shows uh, on the on the Realm Network about this and shit like this because I don't want to talk about wrestling because it's a waste of my time. <laughs> I'm big into the Paul McCartney is dead conspiracy. And I've been into the <laughs> Vince Russo. Oh, I've been into the conspiracy since I'm eight years old. Wow. And I've done many, many, many shows going down that rabbit hole. And I still say, bro, to this day, when Paul McCartney, Billy Shears, Billy Shepard, whatever you want to call him, is on his deathbed, the truth is going to come out and it's going to shock the world. God, it could happen. It will happen. <laughs> it oh, yeah. will happen. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I I was not aware that that you were in that camp, which is awesome because I'm in that camp as well. So, bro, I could tell you anything you need to know. I've I've been uh, I've been on top of that. Like I, bro, literally, I was an eight year old kid when I first heard the clues in the albums. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> That's great. See, these are the things nobody ever wants to talk about. Like, 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 seriously, bro, we're, we're going to talk about David Arquette. You, you, you know what I mean? I well, mean, see, he, that he, was he, that was one thing that I I had planned the entire show to never bring that up, and you brought him up, and I'm like, and, I'm, and, bro, I'm I'm still not jumping on it. Bro, I, I think I think that's why people get pissed off at me too, because like they they want me to say I regret stuff like that, and I don't. I don't regret putting the belt on David Arquette. I would put the belt on David Arquette tomorrow. <laughs> I don't. I don't regret the, the brawl for all. I, I don't. I don't regret that shit. And, and people want me to regret it because they think it was so horrible, bro. If I thought it was horrible, would I ever have booked it? Well, what I I didn't think it was horrible. That's why I booked it. So I'm not going to regret it. Well, apparently, uh, Vince and somebody from the inner circle didn't think it was a bad idea because I I seen a tweet the night of the uh, the brawl for all episode that aired on Dark Side of the Ring about how he wanted to bring it back when they were doing the NXT show. I, I, and I, oh, I yeah. saw that too, and I, I even got that <laughs> confirmed from a writer that was there at the time, but. You know, again, bro, blame Vince Russo because the writer pitched an idea. Don't don't blame the boss. It's his show. <laughs> blame me. Okay, bro, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's like everybody knows there's one person that decides everything there, and he either says yay or nay, so. Bro, my, my job with Vince was to sit there and rapid-fire ideas. Yes. And, that and was... in the time I spent with Vince, bro, I swear to God, I had a pitch easily over a thousand ideas. The brawl for all was one of them. So if if you want to hold me responsible because I pitched Vince an idea, bro, I, I, what 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 do you even say to that, bro? Like what what do you even say to that? Well, see, I loved you on that episode of Dark Side because I kind of like the fact you were real honest about it. You just wanted to see somebody beat the hell out of JBL. So Who doesn't? Bro, that's I loved it. No, that, I loved that. Yeah, that, that's the problem, bro. My, my background is a New Yorker. I'm Italian. And, bro, we are as honest as honest gets. Bro, yes. honesty does not work in the wrestling business. No. It doesn't work, bro. You've got con, con men. 
You've got liars. You've got backstabbers. And when an honest guy comes along and tells it how it is, bro, that does not work well in the wrestling business. No. And and, and I'll tell you, me me and John have dealt with a lot of these – indie uh companies in the state of kansas and they are even there's con men at that level they do not handle the truth well so um i heard a couple weeks ago when i was when i was going through and doing some research that you were doing some you were doing something in wrestling you had like a new religious wrestling company is that true or is that just something i've seen printed somewhere yeah on it honestly it's not it's not religious at all um the name of the company there's a promotion in utah it's called devotion championship wrestling that's it yeah yeah bro the promoter for a year was because you know bro i mean utah's the next state over so it's yeah it's not even an hour plane ride but, I mean, for a year, bro, he was asking me to work with him, asking me to work with him. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do anything in wrestling. Finally, bro, at the end of last year, they were having their one-year anniversary. Uh, he, he asked me to come down and be a part of it. Next thing I know, you know, he got like a local television deal, and he had never <laughs> written a television show. So ne- next thing I know, you know, like every month I'm going to Utah and I'm helping him with his little promotion. But, you know, I got to tell you, bro, it's been great. The people have been great. The wrestling fans in Utah are a totally different breed, bro. You got families. You got boyfriends and girlfriends. You've got normal people. No stupid, ridiculous chance. You know, they, they <laughs> wrestle in the ring. There's no flip-flopping, flying. It's, it's very, very, very old school. You know, you you uh, I never would have ever thought uh, that because I I you know I've been watching wrestling forever, and I've been you know to to different Kansas promotions and things like this. And a couple years ago, we ended up going. My my girlfriend at the time uh, was going to be getting a job in of all places, Dyersburg, Tennessee, and. Uh, we went to a show there that weekend, and wouldn't wouldn't you know it? Jerry Lawler was wrestling on the show. No, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, the crowd and the card and everything totally different than what I'm used to seeing. Yeah. So you're right. Yep. It just depends on what state you're in, and it's to it's totally different, bro. Totally different. We've got Vince Russo with us today. Uh, he joins us live here in our broadcast. And as we wrap things up here, uh, this has been phenomenal, by the way. Thank you for doing this. Oh, no problem, bro. It's It's, it's been a lot of fun. I, 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 lo- I like talking about things I actually like talking about. So it, it, it's been a lot of fun for me. Good. So this... Uh, Modern music. I want to. I want to end there because uh, we've had such a fun conversation here about music with you. Uh, what do you make of all this mumble rap and auto tuning and all? It seems like technology has kind of ruined music, don't you think? Yeah, it's 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 not the same, bro. I, you know, it's it's funny though, bro, because it's not the same. I don't I don't really listen to today's music like at all. But, you know, bro, it's yes. then, you know, like I said, I'm going to be 60 
But like, bro, again, always with me, it's always about characters and presentation. Bro, I'm a Billie Eilish fan. I, I mean, bro, she's, oh, yeah. eight, she's 18 <laughs> years old, but That's she's got awesome. a gimmick. She's got a gimmick. Yes. Bro. She's different. She's got a gimmick. I, I, I'm just drawn to that stuff, bro. I love that stuff. I, I, bro, I like Miley. I like Miley. Miley Cyrus is a gimmick. I, I, if you're a gimmick, I'm a fan of yours. <laughs> well, of like course. Billie Eilish. You like Billie Eilish? Eilish, you should try. There's a gal out of Australia. It's along the same lines. Her name is Amy Shark. She's got the same style music-wise. Is she a solo? Solo? But yeah. She is got- by herself. Amy Shark. I will listen to that. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just, you know, so like I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. But I mean, bro, you, you're never gonna top the old school music, man. You, you're just not, man. I just thought it was really strange. One day, I turned on uh, a radio station, and they were they were they were a classic rock station, and they were playing Huey Lewis, and they oh, deemed that classic rock. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah. I was eight listening to Huey Lewis. It used to be just retro. <laughs> I'm just, I'm amazed that, uh, well, and all the formats, you know, getting back to radio, we have classic hits, we have classic country, we have modern country, we have, I'm, I'm like, guys, shouldn't we just have a country format, a rock format, and be done with it? Yeah, pretty much, simplify. Well, but, <laughs> well Vince, before we let you go, uh, what do you have coming up on, on your, your platforms, and uh, let, 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 let's drive some people over there to yeah, guys, spend some of their cash. Shows, yeah, we have shows every single day. Uh, the, the Realm platform, all you have to do is go to russosbrand.com. You can get to see what we offer on Realm. Then if you go to patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, you could see what we offer there. Guys, we charge Realm starts at like 75 cents a week. Uh, Russo's brand starts at a dollar a week. I'm on Twitch like all the time talking to people one on one. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Vince Russo live. There's so many areas of social media where you could uh, you could interact with me, and I I, I love uh, you know I I love talking to the people uh, you know that are just regular people, man. I as as long as you're respectful, you know we're gonna be cool. That's awesome. Well, Vince, uh, I hope it doesn't take another year to get you on. <laughs> yeah, no, just buzz me, bro. I, I I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. Just buzz me. That's all you got to do. And uh, I appreciate you making time. And uh, just check out uh, on Twitter for all the links at the Vince Russo. And uh, Vince, it's been an honor and a privilege, my friend. Uh, I I know that uh, I'm gonna get some heat from folks who think I'm marking out, but I don't care. Oh yeah, yeah. Bro. You'll, you'll get, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll get the. How could you have him on? He lied about he he lied about being a Billie Eilish fan. How dare? Yeah, you're, you're you're gonna get all that, bro. Good good luck with that, bro. Well, one guy that that I probably won't hear this from is a guy that me and John talk to on a regular basis. The star maker, Kenny Bolin. He loves oh, you I to love death. Kenny. I love Kenny. I love Kenny. Me and Kenny are good buddies. Oh yeah, he likes you too. I was a big fan of his from old OVW tapes, and he cracked up. He didn't realize he had a huge fan like me and stuff. Why, so. why, why, why do I love Kenny Bowen? <laughs> He's a walking, talking gimmick. Yes. That's <laughs> why I love Kenny Bowen. 
We had we had uh, we did a thing a few years ago. He was bashing Trump and going nuts on Trump, and I booked a Donald Trump supporter on, and they went back and forth. And afterwards, the guy's like, "Man." I really hated the fact that he uh, was yelling and screaming at me because I'm a huge bowling mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, I, I, God, Brian, I would never do that with him in a million years, bro. Oh, yeah. Never. Well, that's you trying to stay away from drama. That's right. I always try to stay away from drama. I always say if drama is right here, I'm running the other direction. Which I'm, I'm with you, bro. <laughs> I am with you. <laughs> well, thank you, Vince. Being honest, being full yes, of it, so. yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm usually running around drama to get back on the other side. You, you you're staying away from it, but. Uh, Trying my best. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. Have a good night. Thank you, All John. Right, guys. Take care. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, guys. It was a pleasure, Vince. Appreciate it. Take I'll be care. in touch, my friend. And uh, we Ooh. are going to take a break. And that was fun. We got it accomplished. Holy smokes. And uh, thanks for listening. World famous. Cheeky Jaguar Radio. Bright. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.